Merlin, you are struck by a cloud of poison summoned by Orias, and as you react and inhale, you realize you're losing consciousness as you fall and the darkness takes you, your last vision of will falling in front of you is replaced suddenly. You strike the ground. It's cold and it's wet as if you fall into about an inch of water. There's darkness around you for a moment before you see Will again. Now with a rope around his arms being pulled in two directions. On one side of him the rope is glowing with a, a dark purple and on the other the rope glows with a light which is white. The longer you concentrate on either sides of these ropes they get uh, brighter. He struggles one way and the other. It's going to tear him in two. You see yourself now pulling one of the ropes and he's pulled free of this struggle. He falls to one side and as you look down at your own hands you see them now covered in that purple light from the other rope. It was using that power against itself that you were able to free will. Looking in the distance, you can see a tower, and at the top of the tower, there is a purple light washing out. You understand that you need to get to this tower. The fate of everything is resting on your shoulders, and without this power, without helping Will, all will be lost. Suddenly, you are pulled back to consciousness. There is a... A tiefling standing in front of you with his dark eyes and tiefling horns illuminated by the moonlight staring down at you, dismissing you, and he discusses what he spoke of previously, mentioning you as his counterpart, mentioning the end of the mist, mentioning Will as a central part of something bigger. Um... And as a group, you all begrudgingly strike a deal with him to visit the grave in the mist, the tomb of somebody known as Eldarin Greymane. In return, Will will have his vengeance on the Leon Viperum. And then Arias hands you, Merlin, his staff, opens a dimension door behind him, steps through and onto the bow of a ship. Will steps forward looking onto the ship through this dimension door. As it closes, he sees the faces of those he swore vengeance against. That dimension door fully closed now. I want to reach through as it closes and take that dagger that Massimo tried to disarm me with and just jam it into the railing of the ship. So as it closes, there's just a knife embedded. Leave him a message on the way out. It closes. Behind you... There is the moon almost at the center of the sky. It casts a little light into the room. There is a child unconscious on the ground before you all, bloodied, wounded, and partially transformed with these bones sticking out of his flesh through his back. Each of you looks pretty worn, cut, beaten, bloodied, and tired. What happens next? 
I think Merlin, despite being incredibly weak, he still uh, will kind of crawl towards the, the child to make sure they're okay. I am sat by the child, um, taking over what you were doing earlier and holding its hand. Um, I would also be checking over the child to see if there's any like bleeding that I could maybe stem with my limited knowledge. So you guys already did relevant checks and what you see is um, a tiefling boy, maybe 10-ish. The, um, the child is stable, um, but unconscious the uh wounds on their back still look very raw red bloodied um as if these these spikes have punctured up out of the child's back and uh there's blood and it looks nasty but they don't seem to be in any immediate harm they're not going to suddenly drop dead it's now just flesh wounds after being stabilized. As Merlin crawls towards me then, um, I'll look a bit at him and address him. You could have just run. You went straight for the child. That was very brave of you. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. I, I just did what I could. I shouldn't have even considered for a moment leaving. It was foolish of me. No, it was sensible. Unless was he was still it? alive. We had a plan. Could have followed it. Now he's gotten away. You know as well as I do that the plan was foolish. Our chances of success were slim. Um, no, it was working. Was it? it was... Yes, we had our moment. Exactly as we discussed. And now he's gotten away. Now he know what he's after. <sighs> Will is gonna just abruptly booming blade the desk that Arias was standing in front of. Destroys the desk. I'll just stare at him. Feel any better now? No. No, I don't. No. Feel any better after slicing Massimo in half? A little. A little bit. You could That's kill Arias. You can kill all of them, but they'll just be replaced one day anyway. Great logic. Well, you might not like what he had to say, but... It's quite obvious there's something else to this. Something that could quite easily just grab any wizard or magic wielder out here and use them as their puppet. 
We have to kill the roots. We have to get to that tower. I don't I don't mean to intervene, but I I had a vision where We have to get there, and I don't think we have a moment to lose. I believe you. What did you see? Almost like a... a weird glow to it. It... it didn't feel right. Whatever is there, though... We have to stop it. I want to tear him limb from limb as well, Will. I'm horrified that we got this close, but I know I was being hasty and naive and that thinking that we could just kill him outright was just childish. It was not childish. We had a moment. Well, that moment is gone. It is. Regardless. Yes, it is. We can't change it now. So what next? It's a good question. They've escaped to the sea. They'll be beyond our reach. Unless I go to the docks, charter a ship. I have some friends in the Navy. You think you can just leave all this behind? Leave it behind? Are you listening to a word I'm saying, Fix? I'm saying I want to go after them, not leave it behind! You want... petty vengeance? After everything you've just heard, after everything you've just seen, after seeing how you are connected to everything that's happening, you think that you just want to go and kill the men who, who did this to you? And that you have nothing to do with anything else that's happening here. Fix. Listen carefully. I don't care. Perhaps I thought too much of you. We can do it without him. Then go. I'll find someone competent instead. No, well, Will, you have a much bigger room. part to play in this. You you can't... You're not going anywhere. Even if I have to fight you, I will do it. I'm actively walking out of the room. Marlin will run in all fours. Well, he'll, 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 he'll get up, kind of wincing a bit, and he'll, he'll get on all fours and start chasing him. He's having a hard time catching up, though. Merlin. He's making his choice. We can't force him. He has stops in, a tra in his tracks and he looks back at both Fire and, and Fix. Then he just lets out a... 
alongside. I hope you find what you're looking for. I hope you realize killing them won't bring you any joy. Well, that's just kind of untrue. It is. It does bring you a little bit of joy. Oh, yeah. To just temporarily. We should get this one some help. Find somewhere where he can be safe. Mm. He can't come with us. Does it look like if this child were to fully recover, would they even be able to, like, function? Or is it just, like, they're gonna be bedridden for their rest of their life, or...? They look like they'll be fine. Like, the essentially, it's their back. It's almost as if they have, like, um, just little bits of bone sticking up out of it. Like, a dinosaur might run down the, the edges of the mm. spine kind of thing, but it's not anything that would impede like walking or anything like that necessarily i'll look up is will still in sight i think with this much time passed he's out the door by now i'm gonna go just a moment and i'm gonna bolt to the door and try to just get him in sight really quick and i'm just gonna say before you abandon the group, would you mind helping us move this child? I don't want to hurt him. I'll just keep walking. Okay. Good luck. Stubborn fool. I just shake my head and go back. Yeah, Merlin growls a little and starts to make his way back too to fix with the with the child I don't know how to move him I'll kind of pull fix aside realizing I probably shouldn't talk about it in front of the kid mm. and just say I don't know how to move him without causing more pain I think that's why I wanted Will to help There's, there must be blankets around here somewhere some, we can make some sort of Harry has something, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, slide him onto it and then... Oh, why do we even take him? The villagers have run. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'll move to the... the other rooms and start looking around for, uh... some sort of sheet I can just, you know, use to get under him and carry him out. Like a sort of stretcher. I'm going to look at Merlin and just see the expression. Probably a little bit sad. I think he's, though, looking up at a, at fire with a smile because he's, he's grateful that he's been given another chance, even though it was Arias's doing. Do you want I'm me to try here. to get Do you want me to try to get him to come back? I can't promise anything. I know it means well, a lot to you. We'll, we'll get him back. 
I know we will. I think he just... He needs time. I hope you're right. It's his destiny. Yeah, it seems, uh... You can try to run from it, but it finds you. Well, let's focus on this kid. Yeah, this... This poor little guy, I... It's going to be so different for him. Hmm. He'll pull through, though. Yep. So, you find some blankets. There are beds in one of the rooms nearby. This does act like a part orphanage, part school. Um, is the plan to make him comfortable there? Or to take him out and head back into town? Yeah, make him comfortable here and then try and find someone who knows this place enough to, to look out for him. Yeah, I think trying to move him anywhere and we can't guarantee where we're going or if anyone can help him is not good because I don't want to put him in more pain than is necessary. Yeah. Okay, so you spend a moment making the child comfortable. Do you um, do anything for yourselves? A few of you are pretty banged up. Yeah, um, I think I still have a health potion. Let me double check. I would take, well, I'd like to take a short rest, um, <clears throat> after we've got the kid comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'll, because I don't oh, need sleep, yeah. I'll just kind of, I'll just stay near the kid. Yeah. So, um, with you guys making this kid comfortable, finding an area away from the larger room, and in the smaller rooms you find some places where there are some uh, uh, smaller beds, heading into um, a short rest, you guys can roll hit dice. Um, if you have some in the center of your sheet to recover some HP. Wow. <laughs> the gods smile upon us. Dang him. <laughs> um, right. And then we're going to follow Will. Will, you head out of this school into this, um into the night, I guess, and back out. There are um, the bodies of the twin shadow elves outside in the courtyard. Um, where are you headed right now? In the direction that I sent the patrol in the last session. They had been sent east to do damage control. I'm looking for the guys that were sent out. East, yes. Um, okay, give me a perception or an investigation check. Or alternately, I'm just following the sound of screams. 
perception. You head out into the night. And yeah, you, uh, you start making your way back down to the town. I would imagine you're pretty beaten up as well. Um, but as you begin to get closer to the town, you can see that some of the fires have been put out. Some of the, um, uh, villagers are back out on the streets and there is almost no sign of any undead running around or any of the Leon Viperum, aside from a few bodies that you uh, encounter. You can see that there are people moving around um, and as you kind of bear east towards the uh, the guard's tower, yeah, where you came from. Um, I can't remember where you sent those guys, if you sent them east to the guard's tower. Uh, I, th I think the tower was west and... But no, you're right. Yeah, the, the, from the, yeah. we sent those the tower guys out was from the tower the, to go try and, and rescue the, civilians. Uh, so I'm just following the trail they would have taken to go see what became of it. Yeah, you um, you start moving through the town away from the guards' tower towards where the market is. This is also kind of where the docks are in uh, Som's point. Um, eventually you do come across some some guardsmen. The um, you can see one of the, the fellows, a short um, halfling wearing uh, a lot of uh, uh, plated armor, very big bushy eyebrows and a, a cut across his eyebrow which is bleeding down across his face. Um, he's, uh, he's directing a bunch of men around. You don't see anyone that you recognize here, but it is the first time you see a, a decent group of these soldiers um, he turns around and looks at you, looks you up and down, and, and says, uh, oh, Are you okay? I'll live. I've had worse. We preserved the tower on the western side of town and drove them back. Have they all departed? Well, yes, they, they've decided to uh, flee. Most of them escaped on one of our boats. Uh, the undead just... Well, he gestures to a pile of bones. Stopped. Right. They stop on their own when their master's left. We've seen this once before. Um, well, we've encountered a few undead, but never this many. Are, are you, uh, with the, with the guard, or...? Not anymore. Hmm. Well, it seems you've had a rough run of it, but... Uh... Perhaps we can get you patched up. Agreed. I sent out a patrol of about 14 men this way earlier looking for civilians. You know if they succeeded in this or if they ended up taking conflict with the enemy? Oh, from what I understand, uh, a group of guards formed a squad. They, uh... Well, they headed out of town to track down the stragglers that left on foot, led by one of my men known as Saber. Excellent. Though I don't suspect they'll find anything. Mm, well. I believe all of your culprits have headed out to sea. Yeah, so good many of them did. He picks up uh, one of the, the bodies, lifting it up, um, brandishes the 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 sort of uh, logo, um, which changes from person to person, from time to time, from tattoo to tattoo, from painting to painting, but it's generally a depiction of a lion and a, a snake, he says, the group are known as the Leon Viperum. He lets the body go. The town was a 
great force uh, bolstered their numbers with the undead, but can't figure out what they were doing. They made off with several merchant wares, but not as much as you did. What else do you know about this group? Well, very little than what we've been able to uh, gather, though they're uh, rather more militant than I was expecting, and well, they had a few mages. They had a, a an orc and took the ship, though I don't recall them hitting the town before, at least this way. Truthfully, uh, we've heard of them before. We pay them off, as I believe they do in Cull as well. Rather than deal with them, we just give them what they want, a few gold coins and some food, and send them on their way. And I take it that wasn't enough this time around. They didn't even ask. This just happened. It began just about right here. In the center of town. They were already inside. And then there's the undead, of course. Right. Let me guess. Your front gate to your town was sabotaged. Hmm. Yes. Have you seen this sort of attack before? I came from the refuge. They did the same thing there. The refuge? Grant's refuge. Ah. It is no more, in case you've somehow missed the news. Mm, I'd heard it on the wind. I didn't expect it to be anything like this. Same people. Same calling card. They send in an infiltrator, they disable the defenses, and then they strike without warning. And they leave no witnesses. Hmm. Although it seems your town here has fended them off far better than mine did. Well, they only really took a, a single ship, a few bars from the treasury itself, but... Almost nothing in terms of value. It was almost... Uh, as if they were simply here to, uh, do this. Attack. Refuge didn't have much in the way of material wealth either. They're after something else. Hmm. Well, they lost more men than we did. Good. Let's keep it that way. It will dissuade them from ever coming back. The ship they took, does it have a name? You... Most likely you'll have to head down to the docks. I'm afraid I've got business here. That's fine. Is your harbor master alive? Have you seen him? The harbor master is a... Dwarf, known as Igbaun. I'd be very surprised if they managed to... Take him. Uh, that being said... I would imagine he'd fight tooth and nail for every ship. And they burned most of them. Unfortunately, being a very tough dwarf doesn't stop these people. Mm. Yes. I'll find him. Thank you. Uh, your name, sir? Willetonortis, formerly 2nd Infantry of Guardian. Ah, I know a military man when I see one. 
holds his hand up to you and says, Tear Brightmoon, I'm the acting head guard. I'll shake his hand. Very well, if you uh, need help or patching up, I shall see if I can find a cleric. Good day to you. I'll take you up on that offer uh, after I find this harbor master. You head towards the docks? I do. Okay. Back at the orphanage. The three of you spend some time patching yourselves up and resting. The boy uh, at one point stirs a little bit. And uh, who is sitting by his bed? Me. You say? Fix. You see him kind of stirring. He he wakes up a little, his eyes fluttering open. The look of um sort of a, a concussion almost, that kind of uh dizzy look from his eyes before they rest on you. There's a moment where he starts kind of taking in a sharp breath and then blinks a few times and says, Who are you? Uh, um, I'm, I'm Fix. Are you with the scary man? No. He's gone. He won't be back. Where's everyone else? Hi, uh, there are some friends here. They are good people. There are... Who else was here with you? Uh, no one was. <sighs> he fidgets awkwardly. Why does my back hurt? tries to look at his back. Try not to move. I kind of rest my hand on his head slightly. My eyes fill with tears a little bit. Where's Mr. Gendrum? Your teacher? Or? Uh, yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know. Did, we didn't see any bodies, did we, on the way in? Or anything like that? No. I did not see him. They all... They all left when the fighting started. But I... I heard whispers that told me to stay. Do you know where they might have gone? The keep? I think they said they were going to the keep. Um, a fire and Merlin in the room with me? You guys with me? I'm probably standing with my arms mm-hmm. crossed in the doorway, just kind of with my head down, but just listening in. I think I just, Merlin built a fire nearby, so yeah, he's he's there too. I just glance at you when he says the word the keep. When you came into town, there was kind of an old rundown keep on the furthest end of town. It doesn't look like the type of thing that would be easily defended, but um, it, it looks like this thing was old, uh, broken, like a ruin. Um, not actively used in any way. Are you feeling okay? How How's your head? Are you... Is there anything... amiss? Uh... I feel like I've been asleep for a long time. My back hurts. Yeah. You... have been changed 
slightly. Um... The, the man who did this to you, um, we, we stopped him before he could do anything else, but he's disfigured you slightly. I kind of look around awkwardly, like I'm just not used to talking with children. What does that mean? I'll step up. And I'll just go, you see this? The white in my hair? Yeah. It's different, but it's not bad necessarily. It's just something that people notice and I've had it for so long that I've forgotten about it until someone brings it up or stares for more than a few seconds it's something like that have I got white hair? mm-mm you have some extra bones oh. around your spine it's 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 quite um uh, cool, actually. Um, mm. It seems... Probably seems like... A negative right now, but... Does it hurt? It's sore. I'm going to the mirror. He jumps up out of the bed. Mm. Oh. Starts moving across the room, and there's a like a half mirror against one wall. He turns. At first, his face kind of widens at the look of all the blood, and then he goes, "Oh, cool! Ah, oh, this is awesome." Vincent's gonna be so jealous. <laughs> yeah, nobody else will have it. <sighs> I'm. I will. No, the best written. part is. You get to make up whatever story you want about how you got them. How did I get them? Uh, um, Just look at fire. You went up against a wizard. I did. A powerful, a powerful one at that. That's right. And you won. One of the most powerful ever known. A scary man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Think of it as a battle scar. Battle scar. And you survived. You could say that you beat him. Yeah. All right. I'll tell Vincent I beat him. I kind of, I walk over to him, put both my hands like around his, his head gently and just like try and look into his eyes and... Do you, do you still hear the whispers? Is everything okay? No. Also, your hand's cold. Yeah. Sorry. Just take my hand away from him. Well... I'm glad to see you're okay. This isn't my bed, by the way. No? Which bed's yours, then? That one over there. I'll just take him over to his bed. Would you like to sleep, or would you like us to help you find your... carers? Well, when are they coming back? Well, um... I suppose we should go find out. All right. He jumps down and looks at Merlin. He's a little bit taller than you are, and he says, You ain't a kid. No, I most certainly am not a child. I no, I, I, I am. No, you, you probably don't see uh, m many of us around here. <laughs> or anywhere for that matter. 
He's a gnome, innit? I mean, that's just... That's exactly what I Mr. said. Mr. Gendron taught us about you. Me in specific or of my kind? What's your name? Merlin. Never heard of you. Well, I can't say I get around much. Don't you think that staff's a bit big for you? Well, uh, it certainly is a bit too big, but you know... It... I'm gonna stand behind Merlin and just try to sneak behind Merlin and like put my arms underneath your armpits and lift you up so your head is like where it should be with the staff. <laughs> oh. <sighs> I think he just lets out a sigh. And he lets he lets fire do this. He doesn't even squirm, wiggle out. He just does complies. This, does this help? I don't know if this helps. Does it make you feel more confident? Not really. Okay. But higher? Uh, no. Sideways? Ever? No, no, no. Forward? No. Backwards? No, no. Down? Down is yeah. Side to side, really quick. Uh, uh, no. Uh, I'm just looking at the kid. <laughs> I'll put you down. And I'll just, just stand you behind you. You don't want to shake a gnome. The kid puts his arms up like this. I'll just oh, look you... at him. It's his, it's his turn now. Mm-hmm. I see the mistake that I have made. And I'll pick him up and do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> He's kind of awkward with it because his back hurts, but he... Mm-hmm. I'm uh... trying to be very aware of that and not hurting him. He says, you're strong. You can give me a piggyback, right? Mm-hmm. All right. And then he uh, he grabs one of your arrows from the quiver and just hits you on the head with it. Giddy up. Into town. <laughs> Let's go find Mr. Gendrum. Okay. Uh, perhaps, perhaps we should play a, a fun game where you Call wear don't hit, a don't blindfold. Don't hit the fire. And, and that. Um, perhaps we shouldn't show him. What's going on? Mm, yeah, I like it here. Hits you in the side of the eye with the quiver, the the end of an arrow. I beat. Mean, are we sure about that? He'll he'll eventually see. What's? Can I try to know? grab? Can just put my hand over the quiver so he can't grab anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just say. Maybe we should stay here until your back feels better, and then you can show everyone in a more confident way. Yeah, I'm not meant to it go outside at night. Hmm? I'm not meant to go outside at night. Yeah, well, it could be two days. Who knows? You know. Why can't you go outside at night? Because they lock the doors. They say if you go outside at night, you get in trouble. Seems sensible. Do you go outside at night anyway? Sometimes we sneak out on the roof. Mm. Uh oh. There's a hole through the library. Hmm. Well, now you've gone and told us your secret. Now I have to go up there, don't I? And I start heading. I'll start heading with him on my shoulders. I follow. You gonna show me where it is? Yeah, he's got go. one hand that's like grabbing at your cheek mm -hmm. and like another one is just like round your neck in that way that you start to get a little bit choked out by a kid mm -hmm. left right forward straight to it's up forward. there you go through this door and then over okay. there and then you head up there 
Who smashed running. that? What's that? What happened there? Whose blood is that? Just pay it. Where am I going? I don't know where to go. Up there. I'm going to run into a wall. Go all the way to the end. Into this wall here? No. All the way up no? to the end through the door. Okay. Yeah. And then through this and then you go up through that. And then if you look up above that bookshelf, there's a hole. It's hard to see with your hand. It's uh, your you hands You ain't going to fit eye. through it. You're way too big. Okay. That's very rude. You don't say that to a person. Where's mumbling? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I, I, I can fit. You can probably fit through it, yeah. Mm. I offer my hand down on the floor to Merlin to stand on, so I can lift him up. Careful, there's spiders and, in there. And he willingly uh, steps, steps down. Just spiders. Like, lift Merlin up into the hole, and he crawls on into the hole. Ahead of you is like a small um, crawl space that you recognize as just leading out to a broken piece of the roofing the tiles are all split and, and sitting in the uh the the wood um but you recognize a splash of moonlight and that this is just simply a small hole in the roof this access uh that these kids have made there's an obvious kind of uh overuse of this as kids over the years have snuck out and you start crawling through roll me a Dexterity saving throw. Roll me a d6. <laughs> One <laughs> horrific spider crawls <sighs> over your hand. Like a false widow looking thing. Long oh, black leathery legs crawl over your hand as you're moving through this thing. I think uh, Merlin shrieks like a little girl, uh, feeling the, uh, uh, well, whatever. He probably didn't even notice it, but he, he felt the uh, uh, spider and just freaked out. And I, I guess he tumbles on backwards, leading right where he started at the kid entrance is, of the hole. The kid is laughing so hard. He points at Merlin and says, that's why we always send someone else first, the new kids and that. Mm. I like he, that. I think he huffs. Well, at least it made you laugh. Shall we go? Find your carer. All right. I can oh, take over worth if you want, fire. Do you want to stay on my back, or do you? Can you get down like a big boy, like a big strong boy, and not be on my? No. Give me a persuasion okay. check. I think you can. Oh. <laughs> he says, Yeah, um, I did defeat a wizard. That's true. Good See point. See all that blood? Mm hmm. I did that. <gasps> yeah. Oh my god. Please don't do that to me. And I'll put him down and I'll bow to him. Please. Spare me. Yeah. I'm going to become big and strong. I'm mm, going to join that the you will. town guard. Mm. Maybe you should, um... Maybe you should tell me what happened. What whispers you heard. Well, basically, you here. see these horns? I ran it in with them. Mm. Yeah. And then what happened? And then I turned into an even stronger version of myself, and that's why I've got horns in my back. Yeah. 
Did you hit him with the horns? Did Didn't you impale sense. him? He was already dead. <sighs> that explains all the blood. Well. Maybe it's you should scary. go tell all your friends. Yeah. We'll walk out the building. You head out of the building and start heading down towards the town. You see the same thing. The fires are um, dimming, being put out in several places. People moving around. No bandits. No undead. Less screaming and chaos, but still a decent amount of um, disarray. The, uh, the kid is following behind you. He's pretty slow walking, um, but he tends to stick quite close to um, Merlin as Merlin moves around. Back to Will. Heading down towards the uh, docks area. Give me an investigation or a perception check again. Sure thing. <clears throat> Another perception check coming up. Not quite 4k this time. It's an 11. Uh, an 11. Hmm. You are looking for a dwarf. Um, moving around the docks is pretty crazy. There's there's a lot of um, there's a, a lot of debris and damage here. There are people moving bodies as well. A lot of the fighting seems to have uh, pushed and ended at this part of the town and um, you see a, a pretty tall human man who seems to be the one eventually who you, you come to who is organizing people around the, uh, the docks area. He turns to you as you um, approach him and you can see that he, he looks like the type of... Um, uh, the type of fellow who would potentially run and operate a docks. He's wearing a an almost pirate's outfit. He's got a um, a bandana around his head and this striped top on. The um, familiar look of a, a a cutlass, which you've maybe seen. I don't know how many seafarers you've met. They're a pretty rare breed. Um, uh, but he turns to you and and smiles. One of his teeth, a big yellow. Uh, golden thing and he says uh, uh, so you had uh, you had the uh, rough of it did you as well alright so you want put into work go over there pick up that uh, plank there and then you move that out the way and we should be able to get down to the what is that is that a person or is that a barrel doesn't matter alright big lad like you you okay you're right they got the worst of it not me I can give you a hand clearing this stuff, but I came down here to get some questions answered. Do you know where I can find a dwarf named Igbound? Oh, you can find him all right in that pile over there. Gestures towards a pile of bodies. He didn't make it? Oh, no. Haven't found his head yet. Took on a big fucker, an orc. Big red mark on him. Bravery is the end of a lot of people. Mm. So, sir. If you're looking for a ship, uh, can't do you anything. You'll have to wait at least till morning. 
Do you know the name of the ship these people took when they fled? Let's see if he knows the name of the ship. He looks and says, Aye, the Lunar Star. One of the bigger ones, but not the nicest at all. Don't know why they took it, to be honest. Pretty fast. Right, how many does it crew? How many could they have on their total? Oh, totally, you'll, you'll get 60, 70 on that thing. One of the biggest. Right. Didn't have that many, though. Not from what I saw, but I was, uh... Well, I was a little, uh... He turns and lifts the back of his bandana. You can see there's a, a matted bit of red hair. I was having a little kip. Well, well done on living. Uh, lock of the draw. You're telling me. Come on, I'll give you a hand. Help me fish this guy out of here. Oh, that's a barrel! Oh, that's a body. Can't see. The eyes don't work that well. I tell you what, you get that, and I'll get, uh... I'll lift- I'll get this one here. The thing in the- the, uh, the- the water is for sure a, uh, a body. Give me an insight check. Uh, 21 on insight. Yeah, 21. This guy is... is... he's kind of, uh, nervous, a little shell-shocked almost, you know? But he's holding it together. Um, and he, uh, he starts moving things around. You start helping these guys. How long do you want to help them for? Uh, how big is the cleanup project? Ridiculous. It's going to take them all night to really clear all of the stuff. There's so many areas where the ships which are now being um, put out from the fires have just left so much debris in the water and it's clogging up the dockside. Um, there are a lot of the, the larger ships here. There are only two or three have been completely destroyed and burned. There are a, a bunch of smaller vessels, much smaller looking things, um, little sloops that might make it across the water, but would uh, would not keep up with the um, the Lunar Star. So as you start clearing things up, it's pretty obvious that they totaled the other ships and took one of them. Um, and you know from what Arias told you that it is simply to work as a mobile base to keep the military off of them for now. I'll probably stay and help them a little bit, like with whatever their immediate project is, but I'm not going to dedicate all day to it by any means, like probably 10-15 minutes at the most. And then I'll go back and talk to, uh, what did the guy say his name was again? Uh, this or guy? Or did he never say his the, name? The halfling who was in the guard, or the guy you were just... Oh, the sailor to? I've been talking to. He didn't tell you his name, no. Okay, and that, well that doesn't matter. Uh, I'll, I'll go back to him and, and say... Turn around for a second. Looks like he took a hit on the head. Oh, I did. I did. Nasty thing. I thought I was done for. Don't even know who did it. How bad does it look? It looks uncomfortable, but not so bad. He probably needs some stitches, but it's mostly matted hair at the moment. Blood running down his neck, kind of spilling out through his shirt. You should sit down. Nasty headache, but I can't be sitting down, not while everybody else is working. Look at him! Did he lose a hand? You lose a hand! Oh no, you've got a hand. Thought he lost a hand. No, no, no. It's not just that. It's your head. You're like your brain. You've you've had it, they've rattled your cage. Oh, not much I've in there anyway. It. Not much to rattle. Fair enough. I'm just saying, from experience, you should sit down before you pass out. Because then somebody else has to carry you off and you're just a part of the job. 
All right, I'll sit down. He sits down, wobbly. That was it. That was my whole goal was to just get get this guy to sit down before he before he passes out. I'll um I'll survey what ships have been left intact. Like what didn't get totaled here? Just the smaller vessels, sloops, rowboats, things like that, little things. I'll sit down next to the guy and ask him. One of these small sloops. Crew of four to six. Cover of night. Buckets of pitch and tar. Reckon we could light their ship on fire? You're wanting to go after him. Whether I send him to a grave here or send him to a watery one out there makes no difference to me. You're thinking we can go after him in a little sloop. Furvis. And what? Climb up on their boat and set it on fire and that'll be the end of it. No, no, no. You don't climb up on the boat. You wait till cover of night and you spread the pitch and tar three feet above the waterline. Then you ignite it. Then they have to climb down to try and put it out or they watch their whole ship go up in smoke. What's your name there, son? Ortis. Will Ortis, 2nd Infantry. 2nd Infantry? Now come on! He taps you on the chest, the back of his hand. What's your real name? I told you my name. How's a man like you get out there? Know how to burn down a ship? Don't know. Never done it. I think it's a good plan. Might work. I think it is a good plan. Get some of the boys together. It's a good it's a good plan, but I need to get about five men who don't really care about their lives. That's the hard part. Alright, I'm in. Sorry, say that part again, Brad. I couldn't hear it. Said he was in. Do you have any other boys working here on the on the docks? Let's have a look here. Uh, you don't want him weak. You don't want her. She's uh, crazy and not in a good way. What about her? Her name's Ava. She's good with a sword. I don't know about fire. Who's good crazy with Crazy in the bad way might be good here. Oh no, she'll cut your dick off. What does that have to do with it? Anyway. Go on. Hmm. He's not bad in a fight, but pretty heavy. Slow us down. We're trying to escape. Where is this? Uh... If this turns into a fight, we've already lost. Goal right. here is to catch them by nightfall. Fire. Put put them in a position where they can't fix the boat fast enough to put the fire out. You should go and see Mr. Glass Flasks. If he's still alive. Flasks. Glass Flasks. Have you an alchemist in this town who can make an alchemist's fire? Mm. The kind that the kind that shatters and breaks and lights things on fire. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Maybe. Don't know him. Don't mess with him himself. I'll be back later tonight. Right. I'll find you four people that can use fire. Take care. I gotta go. Yeah. Survey the rest of the town. There's more people needing help. If you see Mr. Glass Flasks, 
Tell him, uh, Raynard's got a job for him. We'll need him. Will do. Where are you headed? Back to the tower where we fought Massimo. The others are heading out of the uh, school orphanage area and heading towards the um, the keep, I would presume. Um, here is a general town map for you. And what we are looking at here is an idea of what we have at Som's point. You guys came in um, over here. This is the docks. This is the old broken down keep. The tower that you would have um, fought at would be over here somewhere. This would be the orphanage and the marketplace area being here and the town being here. This is an old lighthouse. You guys are moving through town this way with Will being somewhere around here. And this boy is following you. He gets your names and explains that his name is Terrio. And I will give you a list of all these names in a second. Um, he says you're looking for Mr. Gendrum at the keep, but he doesn't know. Is that the plan to head that way? Yeah. I'm going to drop the boy off and then make sure he's in good hands before making our next move. Give me a perception or an investigation check with advantage fix. Twenty-three. <laughs> nice. Damn. Uh, you are moving through town when you hear the um, the voice of uh, a tall-looking figure in fine clothing. He has short, curled black hair with these tiny little eyes, um, and he doesn't have a scratch on him or a smudge. Um, everyone around him looks relatively clean. Behind him is uh, a, a smaller man with a group of children following single file through um, the uh, through the houses and uh, sort of north here of the marketplace. They kind of move across in front of you um, as you kind of wind your way through one set of houses. You see them pass by. Um, but you hear the fellow first saying, Oh no, oh dear, I can't believe what's happened. This is absolutely terrible. Oh, is that a body? Oh, clear it out of the way. Oh no, I'll just... Uh. Um, they move across in front of you and then um, Terrio says, Oh look! And points at the the uh, the second man that's following through uh, after this um, fellow. You can see this person is uh, another human man with um, auburn hair. The hair is poking out roughly from the bottom of quite a large hat. They also have a poncho on and large boots. Um, they're quite uh, uh, a strange looking fellow in terms of fashion. The fashion seems like the type of thing you might find way further south. Um, maybe in the deserts around Dandelo, that kind of thing. Um, and Terrio goes running forward. Uh, you see a bunch of the other kids kind of react and they 
jump and he runs into them. You can hear him saying stuff like, Vincent, Vincent, look, look, I got spikes, I got spikes. Uh, the other kids, are, some of them freak out. Some of them are like, oh, that's awesome. And they kind of jump around. You see this fellow in the poncho suddenly react and say, oh my God, you're alive. And he runs over and starts messing with it. What happened to you? Oh my God. Oh. And he, he lifts his hat up and runs his hand through his hair. You can see that this kind of half panic, half relief washes over his face um, as he looks down. Um, glancing back down towards where you guys are walking up, he stands up and says, Okay, we don't... Listen, um, we've, we've not got much money. Um, behind him, the other man in the kind of posh outfit turns and says, oh, Speak for yourself, I have lots of money. I have no money! And he puts his hand up as soon as he sees you as well. No money whatsoever! The two uh, of them hold their I hands I heard up. you say lots of money. Be, be at ease, we don't... Wait, wait. Oh, it's a joke. It was just, it was just a joke. Shh. Mm, funny. Which of you is responsible for the children? Him. The other fellow in the poncho puts his hat back on his head and says, I'm Mr. Gendrum. Um, I'm, I'm in charge of the school, the orphanage. You just left this one to die? No, we couldn't. We couldn't find you, Terrio. I tried to. I told you to come with us. You. Where did you go? Oh, I heard some. Uh, voices in my head, so I, st I stayed and I hid in the, hid in the library. Voices in your head, well, I'm glad to see you're alive. Did you find him? Yes, and I've motioned for him to come talk with us in private. Um, yes, very well. Um, uh, children stay here. Um, all, all here. Don't, nobody move. All of you stay right there, and if, 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 if any of you leave... You'll, there'll, be, be, there'll be a lot of no, there'll be punishment punishment, he turns and says okay, okay what, what is it Are you, please, I, I don't have any money at all, no coin I don't want your money this child was almost killed was only saved in the nick of time through sheer luck by you? we found him Right, well. He's been through a lot, although he seems fine right now. Yes, well, Terrio is a. quite a character. He's a rather. independent. Mm. He. was. almost the victim of a. well, he was the victim. But it could have been a lot worse. The whispers he said he heard in his head were a mad wizard's experiments inside him, and I'm not convinced that it's the end. Mad wizard? What? Why does he have things sticking out of his back? <sighs> there is a, a wizard named Orias. You may have seen him. He came through this town along with the bandits. All right. Tall, tiefling man. Okay. He was in your orphanage, so... Yes. Well, I'm glad that we managed to escape then. The yes, orphanage I'm glad is you managed it, uh, to escape with all of the children intact. Is is is, is the orphanage just destroyed? It's still there. Oh. We may need some cleaning. I shall have some beds at least. You need uh, to keep an eye on the boy. The wizard. Uh, should we go back and hide? 
just kind of glare at him. The Bye. wizard is gone. Okay, good. Well, very, very, very thank you very much. You've... If the boy starts complaining about whispers, or if he seems off in any way. Oh no, I couldn't. I couldn't possibly do it. I, 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 I couldn't. I, I, I have to look after the shoes. They're almost like my own. My own. I couldn't. Well, what do you think I'm asking you to do? Remove his head. Is that? I've read the book. Jump? Yes. Uh, yeah, I didn't even get that. How many impression. children's heads have you removed? Well, 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 no, but but I, re I recall a how tale. How do you determine I when? Am, is it, they sneeze and you wizard who wizard magic? Nose. They say that you have to remove the head, sort of the slight cough. With the, well, with all of the, the the skeletons and the and the and the and the uh, the undead creatures here, you have to remove the head. Yeah, please don't remove his head. I also, yes, I won't do that. Um, no, I, kind I, I, I of. The most important part, listen to me very closely. Are you listening? Yes. He's going to tell a story to his friends that he defeated this wizard. And that's why he has the protrusions that he has. And you need to just back him up on that. You're right. Well, if he, if he, I understand that. But if he riles up the other children, in, 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 in I mean, if he thinks, did he, did he actually play a part, or well, this wizard? Should I be afraid, or is he going to? Can he do? Is he going to turn he and he's gonna bite me? Or, right. He does not care about you, at all. Very good. You'll right. be fine. I, yeah. I scribble a note in my journal and kind of tear out the page and hand it to him, and. If the child wants, he can find some people like him here. All right. Well, that's very far away. Yes, it is. It's not like I can bring it any closer. Right. Well, yes, of course. I don't know how I would... Very well. Yes. Okay. I understand. Just please take care of him. He's yeah. been through a lot, and he might not know it now. Of course. Um... About your reward, um... I shall have to uh, defer to uh, Lord Mayor. Lord Mayor! Yeah, he, that one said he had money. Yes, this is Lord Mayor and Baron of Trade, Leighton Lavelle. He gestures to this um, other man who is, uh, he's got a, a handkerchief over his nose and looking around at the, the destruction, he says, Oh, it's absolutely terrible. Is this your lot? Did you do this? No. Oh, right. And I suppose you'll be wanting money. Well, I uh, see what I've got on me. I'll have to. Well, I don't have much coin. He pulls out a coin purse and puts it in your hand. That's it. Okay. Well, fine. You can have this. He pulls the gem uh, off of his necklace. Yes. Here you go. There. Take that. It's a ruby. Do you know what that is? Is that it? Okay. Fine. I suppose I've got something. You can have this as well. He pulls out another coin purse and hands it to you. Is that wow. it? Well, I do have one in my boot. I'll just have to just. But I, I really. I'm just really... passing them to. I'm just passing them to fix. I'm. Just... That's okay, truly everything. That yes, without going into the the treasury. Is Money. the treasury your nickname for a pocket? Fire. We have things to do. Okay, I'm just making sure. But he could have more. Oh, okay. He could have more. 
Oh my god, I never thought I'd say it, but I miss Will. Yes, Will. Wait, were you sent by Miles Sandbridge? No, no, no. No. Very well. You weren't sent by the Millington family. Is that why this has happened? And no. if you were? Just a little far to go, wouldn't you say? How many enemies do you have? Not very many at all. Everybody loves me. Ah, mm. I'm sure. Well, I've got what I need. Very well. Have you seen a, a halfling in lots of armor? Mm, no. No, right. No. What is it you're looking for exactly? What? What? My head guards here, so that I can get somewhere right. safe and stop being robbed by your lot. Robbed? Your lot? Yes. What do you mean your lot? Robbed? You're bandits. bandits. I'm not robbing you. Well, what? what not what, a bandit. What? You've got me at knife point. I don't have you at knife point. Do I well, have a knife? Probably. Well, do I have it out? Oh, well, give me the money back. If I was robbing you, you'd know. It would be like this. Actions. And I'll pull out my dagger. And I'll put it up to his throat and say, Oh, right. Oh, yes, no, like no, no. Business transaction, of course. Mm, yeah. A little business transaction. Please, tell the Millingtons I'm, uh, I, I, I'm very, very sorry. And we, we, shall, we shall go through it all in Gafreda in good time. I shall, I shall charter a vessel. Um, well, soon enough. But I'm not robbing you, and I'll put it away. Of course not. No, absolutely not. This was we a pleasant transaction. We've saved a child. You know, oh, yes, I don't you have. think you've a, saved this bandit. child. You spared him. Yes, very good. Not spared, saved. Saved. I said saved. You said spared. You, you, also, slip you said spared. I'll oh, put said, my hand on my dagger again. You slip said spared. You've saved. Oh, you saved us all. Mm-hmm. From your dagger, an evil wizard. Right, an evil wizard did this. You know, I don't like him. I, I shall have like all the guy. town criers claim like it was a wizard. I shall. There will be no, absolutely nothing. We'll get back to the Millington family. Merlin's on board. Fix. I don't oh, like yeah. him. I don't like him. You gonna be upset? Please don't kill him. I make a scene okay. here in front of the children. Thank you. Okay. Hey, sir, do you want to come with me into an alley? Bye. We're going. Okay. I just kind of grab Fire by the arm and start pulling her in the other direction. I wanted to try and like grab Merlin with the other arm and just like scoop him up at the same time. Where are you headed? Um, this was the marketplace, I think. Okay. Um, yeah. And that is where we're going to go to a short break tonight as you start maneuvering around the town. Now, we have something a little special you'll be pleased to know for the evening. Um, but not for you. For you. Not for you, oh. players. For you, oh. viewers. <laughs> because the wonderful people at Wizards of the coast sent us more stuff to give away and it's cool man look at this i'm keeping the bag <gasps> that is so i'm cool. keeping the really cool rhyme tote bag 
But in the bag is the brand new Van Richten's Guide to Ravenloft book. Not just oh one. Oh my god. Not just two. <gasps> not just three. Holy moly. Not just four. Oh end. But whatever number comes after four amount. <gasps> and oh my gosh. We're going to be giving them away to everyone who wins. Look um, under your seat. Look under your seat. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing there. Um, There's nothing. <laughs> but if you want to, uh, if you want a chance to win one of these, um, the first giveaway will be um, on our Discord channel. You have to simply go to our Discord and type enter exclamation point enter to. Uh, to win and then that is how you do it it's as simple as that is that does that make sense yes yes, yes. okay and uh you'll be able to uh be in with a chance it will register you and then we'll contact you if you win and the uh the winner will be announced next week and then we will do that a bunch of times and there that's are so cool five of them there and it would be a shame if one went missing again wouldn't it um <laughs> i just okay fine all right uh, I have a. I'll pull my dagger uh, out. <laughs> Don't do it. So, um, uh, thank you for uh, joining us. We're going to go to a short break here, and uh, after we uh, get back, we'll see where you guys head next in the aftermath of Sums Point. Just a quick clarification. It seems that mm -hmm. the bot is not ready for entering into the competition yet. So don't go to Discord yet and hit enter. It will be announced in the Discord tonight after the stream because we just have to get the bot restarted and set up for it. And it can't be done while we're live. So uh, there you go, VOD watchers. You're in with a chance. Um, I think anyone can enter. You have until next week. So, uh, yeah, don't go there and hit enter yet. It doesn't work. Anyone can enter? Anyone like, except for you, specifically. Uh, oh. Fairlight can. Leah can. Disby can. I definitely okay. will. You can't. Brad, I don't know. I have You're not going to enter. You're just going to slowly take a book off the table. <laughs> Whoops. I seem to have lost one. Along uh, with the bag. Speaking of stealing, roll me a D... <laughs> 60. Uh, uh oh. oh. <laughs> and while we do that, those of you listening on the podcast version of this, and you are audio only, uh, you can go to tablestory.tv forward slash discord. That is how you'll be able to get to the discord. And uh, uh, that's because it's hard to find links when you're an MP3 user. Did you mm. roll me a dice? I got a 38. You have 38 gold in your pocket and a ruby, a small ruby. So write that down somewhere. Mm -hmm. Who took the money from Arias? Actually, I handed it. I handed all the money to Fix when I was getting it. Then you have gotcha. 38 gold pieces and a ruby yeah. somewhere. Uh, I don't know who took the bag of gold from Arias. Who did? You never actually stated that he handed it over. I was meaning to ask you about that. Then it's on we the said desk. something like we're going to need money. The... <laughs> it's I on the ask. desk. I was the one who asked, so I would assume I would have taken it. He put it, it on the desk. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you can assume that it's you have it as well. 
Did you roll for it? That? Or what didn't he say? Is that like a hundred? I think he said it was a hundred, but I can't remember if I had you roll for it. I usually roll for money because it makes me laugh. <laughs> Good. That's how I do D&D. &D. Um, yeah, a hundred gold. Alright, I'll add that to my sheet then. Okay, um, Will and Fix, roll me a D2. I... One. I kid you not, Brad. I just start. I just typed slash roll one d two, and I almost hit enter in the Twitch chat. Instead yeah, I've done that before. <laughs> there we go. It's a one. For me. You, um, will you start heading into the? Where were you headed for? Sorry, you were looking uh, back to the tower where we engaged Massimo and his cronies. Heading back to the tower, and the uh, the rest of you three were heading back towards the market area, right? Striding out across the road in front of you is Will. Do you want to grab him? I think How far being... away is he? Um, like 10 feet. I'll just go... This is awkward. Um, do we want to just put our heads down and like give each other a wide like you walk far to the left and I'll go far to the right and how do you want to handle this? Will will uh, Will will draw a line on the ground and say there you go now I have my half and you have yours maybe we'll just stay on opposite sides and he's, he's clearly kidding yeah, I'll go, oh, oh, you had to do that, didn't you? And I'll walk up to it like I'm walking a tightrope. And walk it. We managed to cool down since your outburst. Have you? Since the last lecture? I would hardly call that an outburst. Just trying to give you some common sense. Common sense from the one... Sorry, I'm yes. not the one on a death wish run trying to kill three men who... Save it. You've been chasing the same guy for 20 years. You're just as obsessed as I am. You're just more self-righteous about it. Shut up. <sighs> the they difference between you and I... Lunar, the difference between you and I is that for me, it's not about me. For you, it's about you. Of course, it's not about you. What do you want to do when it's done, then? What happens? We go after the bandits? Kill them? Then what? That's a really good question. I don't know if there will, will be an after it. Part of the reason I have to do it. When you're so single-minded, so stubborn, you can't see past your own just need for vengeance. It's deeper than you can understand. Oh, spare me.
No, I, I mean quite literally. I'm not actually sure if I physically can walk away from it. You don't understand. It's funny to th think that I can. No, I, I'm referring to something that is going over your head and you're acting like you understand when you don't. Okay, can we not use that when Merlin is right here? And I just kind of smirk. You'd have made a good soldier elf. Maybe beyond your grasp. There's more to this story. But this is hardly the time or the place, and I have one more thing that needs doing. You can come with me if you prefer, or I'll just do it myself. It's up to you. I'm, I'm going to continue walking to the tower where we fought Mastamo and kind of give a gesture of, you know, follow if you want or don't. It's up to you. And resume my path. And what does everyone else do? I defer to Merlin. I mean, I, I don't want to get in between this, but... I'll take I off after him. While they're trying to figure out what to do. You're the one with the visions, Merlin. You're the one linking us to this mist. I'll follow you wherever you go. This is something that we need to do together with Will. I'm not chasing halfway around this world for him to get vengeance. How do we convince him that this is bigger than us? I think this is much bigger than vengeance, and... I, I think... I don't know if he'll... or I will be able to see it now. These visions have just come to me in, in, in trickles and in... I guess in the times, it just seems most dire. I, I hope to the gods it doesn't happen to me like, like that again. Not to the point where I'm to die. But we have to. We have to try and convince him. I know he's being a bit stubborn at this time. A bit. He's being an asshole. Right. We'll help. We have to try, at least. I can carry that for you, if you want. I glance at the staff. I think he kind of lets out a little chuckle, and uh, he hands it to her without hesitation. Yeah, it's quite heavy. Yeah, I just take it and carry it for Merlin, and follow after Fire and Will. Okay. He does the same. 
Will, give me a perception or an investigation check. Uh, perception 15. 15. Uh, oh, one second. Hmm. You are, um, moving through the town. You, um, see these people now, like, coming out of their homes. You, the destruction is, um, is not as bad as you might have expected it to be when the chaos of the battle was going on in terms of the fires to the houses the majority of them are starting to be put out and the people are uh, beginning to rally together and move around there are various areas where piles of dead and debris are being lifted up several of them blocking the roads and the route that you have to make to try and get your way back towards the uh, west of town where the the village proper is um, takes you a little longer than you might hope but eventually you maneuver around a corner and um roll me a d4 will four merlin you are um you come face to face with a man's knee not like he's kneeing you in the head, but you both at a crossroads collide into each other. There is a, a, a man who um, is walking. He's carrying a box covering his vision and he walks straight out into this kind of T-cross and you walking along trying to keep up with the others as they stride through these streets, um, uh, probably not expecting to suddenly feel a knee strike you in the side of the head. There is a sudden grumble as it, and a box full of things falls down, um, just missing your head, hitting the ground and spilling out across the street in front of you. You hear this um, fellow uh, who's holding it say, Oh! My knee! What the... Oh! I'm sorry there, Ween. Looking down at you. I didn't know you... Uh, yeah, watch where you're going, bud. You've got a hard head. Wait, you're not a child. No, I'm, I'm most certainly not. I got myself a full-grown beard, and mind you, it's a... It's well-kept. That's a nice beard. Oh, you looking up see a man in, um, might be in his 40s-ish, um, long black hair that's pulled into a ponytail. He has a thick curling mustache that, that sits out, uh, beside his face quite far. He has clothes which are kind of oddly oversized um a little thicker than you might expect they actually look um they look like the sort of dwarven wear you might see on the dwarves all the way over in the west um if you've ever visited and uh but this is a, a human man um and uh he looks uh down to to you and says i'm sorry i didn't mean to uh I was trying to... Wait! He looks up at each of you, and you recognize him as the merchant that you saved. Um, the one that you all fired a, a weapon or a spell at or something. He was being um, held against the wall. Two other members of the Leon Viperum made off with some of his wares. You managed to kill the one that was holding on to him, and then uh, you carried on. He says, It's you! 
I use the law. Oh, he he grabs you, Merlin, by the shoulders and says, "Oh, I'm so sorry." He starts stroking oh, the side of your face where he hit it. I didn't mean to. Use are my heroes. He he drags you, Merlin, like by the in a headlock, hugging you. He reaches out towards you, Fix, and grabs at your gauntleted arm. Use are my friends. Use are. Oh, I didn't know. I thought you'd be totally dead. I thought you's are done for. You's running around. What is that you did to that fella anyway? Crush me against the wall. Can I see Will? I would is imagine Will. All of you probably hear this commotion happen. I can't imagine Will would suddenly just run away from the sound of a collision. Yeah, and I, I would. Falling. I would. I would stop and look back at this happening and kind of. You would distinctly see Will kind of smirking because <laughs> this guy has no concept of personal space, and Will just yeah, laughing at that. I'd probably look at Will and. I uncomfortably try and get away from him and then pry Merlin out of his arm. Okay, just just put put the put the gnome down. Thank you. Yeah, he, you he, he's here. Oh, he's here. You saved my life. You did. Mm -hmm. I can never thank you enough. Mmm. Let's follow that track. Are you he? don't need to thank us. What? Oh. What is hmm? it? No, 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 no. You have my thanks. You do. Okay. Well, we are glad you are alive and well. Oh, I don't know about it. Well, them there bandits made off with all my stuff. Not all my stuff, mm. but a lot of my stuff. Bastards. Mm. What kind of stuff do you that? deal in that they were so interested in taking? Bits and pieces, things and stuff. These took all my shiniest trinkets. I've got stuff from all over. Well, come on. I'll take you to my store. You can have... Ooh. I got just a thing. I'm eating like ours is fated. Wouldn't you say? He reaches down and, and grabs Merlin's beard. Oh, that's a nice beard. Come on. Oh, okay, okay. No, stop stop touching. Yeah, you can touch mine. It shows his moustache is coming out. Oh, okay, that's, no. Um, that's uh, really not how it works. No. I... Go on, touch it. I, 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 I'm good. Thank oh, you. That is, a, that is a, a, a wonderful, must and a lovely beard you got. But but no, I just just because you touched mine, I'm not gonna go touching yours. All right, let's go this way. Oh, he leans down, picks up the box. Wait a second, I gotta put that in there. Let me just get this in and put that on me. All right, okay, follow me. He lifts it up and starts heading through the uh the streets he, he, he he's kind of moving at an angle that would be adjacent to where you were headed um but in a different way he moves back up the street the area where you actually saw him originally um he dips down a a small road and takes you to a set of row houses and in the center of them there is one single um house that has a white tile roof um it pretty much sits uh, like all the other houses might do, a, a thin-looking building um, in the middle of all of these row houses with um, uh, a big kind of oaken door that has a few locks on it compared to the other basic-looking house doors. Um, he kicks the door open and moves inside, puts the box down on a big oaken countertop that sits in the, sit the center of this room. There's a bunch of stuff around this table. The shop itself has a, a uh, singular 
um, large round desk with like nothing on it in the middle and a countertop at the back end. Um, there's a few things in here that, that you might expect to see in a, in a sort of general store in the middle of a village area. Rice and lentils and things like that. But there are also all of these odd um, trinkets as well. Little wooden carvings, small um, dolls that look out of place. In the middle of the room hanging from the ceiling is the uh, is a glass ball. And when each of you looks up and into it, you can see yourself reflected. But you look as you did when you were 10 years old. The man turns around and says, Oh, my name's Omble. Greetings, Omble. It's nice to meet you. Looks like they didn't get all of your wares. No, they didn't. They, they got all my good stuff, though. They took the shiny stuff, you know. Not always is the shiny stuff the good stuff. And not always is the good stuff the shiny stuff, you know what I'm saying? Hmm. I'm just staring into the glass bowl. Use, uh, use take a chair. He looks around, he pulls a stall from one way, he opens up a strange wooden chair and puts it down in another and drags a chair out from behind the uh, countertop at the back of the room, pulling him up to the center of the room. He says, there you go, sit down, sit down. Uh, one of you shall have to stand. I'll stand. Alright. You can stand with me. And you know what that means? You go first. As long as I don't have to touch your beard. Can anyone cast fire magic? Uh, me? Oh, I knew it. Seen it once before. Fire off a little spell here. At that there glass ball hanging above us. Okay. And uh, Merlin will uh, snap his finger, um, not using fireball, but he'll just like, almost like his hand is, is like a, a lighter and he just flicks a light. The ball lights up and it glows bright, um, casting a kind of firelight around the room in a, in a smooth wash. Um, the edges of the room darken, however. Almost as if you are sat at nothing but this table. He turns to you, Fix, and says, Right, what's that? Pointing at your the top of your head. Not mine. Horns? No. Oh. He does a little trick and produces a deck of cards. He says, You know what these are? Playing cards? Carrot cards. Mm. You ever heard of carrot cards? I feel like it sounds like something Merlin would eat. I was just about to say something like that. You can't eat these. You can try. Don't. Don't. N no. Don't, don't challenge that. him. Mm -mm. Don't test me because I will bite. Noted. Harry Ween, he turns to you again, Fix, and on the table he spreads out these cards. On them they have all sorts of strange images um, and depictions of, of the sun, of a skull, of a tower. He flips them all over, closes them up, and shuffles them about on the 
uh, on the desk and says, Pick one. Anyone. Bite. Be careful. Of what? Oh, you're playing with fate, lass. You're hmm. playing with fate. With a deck of cards. Of course. I just point to a card, I guess. Roll me a D22. Seven. A seven. A seven. And then roll me a D2. One. A one. Um, you turn one of these cards over, and on it you see a, a cartoonish depiction of yourself. A tiefling, blue hue to the skin. This kind of like caricaturist um, large horns, this ridiculously oversized gauntlet in one uh, on one arm. You're riding in a chariot in um, Infernal at the bottom. It says the chariot. He says, oh, that's a good one. And you're lucky you didn't turn it upside down. He says, pick it up. That's yours now. I'm not touching it. And I, I wouldn't let anybody touch it. No, no, no. The chariot. Hmm. You've been traveling, have you? Uh, yes, I suppose so. Oh, what does it mean? I don't mean traveling with your legs. I mean traveling in your soul, in your heart. Haven't we all? Hmm. Movement. Progress. He looks around at the others. Integration. That's the chariot. Your journey's only just begun. But you look tired, lass. Perhaps you should get yourself a cup of tea. Yeah, that sounds... pleasant. Hurry, who's next? I'll look around. He starts moving the cards around on the uh, on the table. He pushes them over towards you. They're not in any sort of uh, nice arrangement or anything. It's just a bunch of cards. He says, "Pick your carrot." My carrot. Hey, carrot cards. Roasted with some olive oil. I look like Marlon, a chef. Is, th is this safe? It seems safe, and I'll grab one. <laughs> roll me a D22. Merlin, you can roll me an Arcana check. Oh, okay. Nine. A nine. Roll me a D2 as well. Two. Mm-hmm. Oh, God damn it. Oh, Merlin. Merlin, you've oh, seen this before. This man is a diviner. Um, he's a soothsayer or a, um, uh, or a, or a witch, maybe. Um, what he's doing is harmless divination magic, but it certainly is some form of divination magic. There's definitely an element of magic here, but it's, it's minor, it's trickery, the type of thing you might do on the street to earn coin. Uh, what did you roll? A nine, and you pull it upside down. Uh, interesting. The, uh, card, you turn it over. 
On it, you see a cartoonish caricature of yourself. Um, your hair uh, spilling out behind you, kind of wild and fuzzy with the white stripes in it um, straight. You have a bunch of different weapons all around you, um, but you are depicted in a forest alone. And he turns the card around um, in elvish script at the bottom it says the hermit he says oh no and that's energy that is that's energy receding moving away from you not coming in the hermit energy you spend much time alone not anymore aye that's right no longer is the time for solitude nay you're uh, something else now. A limb, a tool, maybe something more. No more meditation, no more thinking, action. Hey, you need to take action. Alright, that's your card. Keep it. All yours. Okay. You're welcome. Mm, thanks. Who's next? I'll repeat my question to Merlin. So, is this safe? Yeah, no, it's, uh, there's no magic involved. None? No, I want to see well, what card I'm actually you get. kind of disappointed. <laughs> I'll just grab one randomly. Alright, roll me a d22. And then a d2. 19 and 2. You turn the um, card over, and I need you to roll me a d4. Another 2. There is a sharp pain. Your finger opens up, splitting from the top to the bottom in a pretty nasty paper cut. The blood spills out across the card. The um... Marlon, you said this was safe. <gasps> well, I didn't. It, but... Gods, what, what is this sorcery? The man uh, who's doing this turns and his head snaps towards you, uh, Will. He says, what? What did you do there? I did as you said. I picked a card. Uh, you train a... You train a shaft, mace. All good. We're friends. This is free. It's just a game. What do you mean, tri triangle shaft? You told me to pick a card. You're trying to cast magic. You're trying to do something, no? No. Oh. Well, that's not good then. That's not good at all. He looks at the card but doesn't touch it. The blood spilling across a very cartoonish looking face. It's your face, cartoonishly drawn inside of the sun. Um, he pokes at the edge of it and turns it around. At the bottom, in a bunch of strange scribbles and uh, um, runic images, you can see the word, the sun, written. The scripture doesn't look like anything that you will have ever seen before. Um, but you can read it. He says, I presume that says the sun. Does it say the sun? 
Mm. That's not good. Blood spilled. Upside down. I don't think this is energy receding. I think this is... Forces. Strong. Weak. Which are you? I'll just drop the card on the table. Mm. As I suspected. There's a great weakness in you. And a dangerous one. How am I? Hmm. I think that's your journey. Well, on with the game. He turns to you, Merlin. Try not to cut your finger. Yeah, no, that's quite the nasty paper cut. All right, I'll draw a card. Uh, D22, please. 11. And then roll me a D2 as well. One. You, um, you turn this over and there is a strange and odd cartoonish version of you. Your hair is all nice and uh, straightened. Your hat oh. smaller. Your clothing very fine looking with a, um, a frilled edge to the shirts. Your beard straight and trimmed. Um, you sit at a huge uh, desk with a gavel in one hand and uh, uh, look a stern look upon your face. At the bottom, in the Gnomish script, it says justice. And the uh, Omble turns to you and says, Justice? Ah. Look at you. Are you a fair man? An equal man? Well, if you knew me before, I wouldn't say I was rather fair, but meeting, uh, meeting these guys definitely, uh, well, they've shown me a lot in the time we've been together. Well, none of that matters, because this card is about something else. This card is about balance. I don't think... You're on the scales. I think you are the scales. I think without you, all this falls apart, wouldn't you say? Oh, I... This is balance. And you're the balancing act. There you go, keep the card. Nice! He hesitantly takes the card. Oh, put that light out, would you? I was doing oh, my right. knotting. Merlin take uh, one for yourself. Snaps his finger. Oh, never. Mm, he well. turns them all over and they're all blank. None left. You have another deck? Oh. Ah, oh, I got decks all over the place. One I could have? Nope. Afraid not. One that someone who saved your life might have? You can have all these here cards. They're not character cards anymore. 
are just plain cards. Mm. No, never mind. So, about some tea. Tea and rewards, I see. Which first? Tea. I actually think I'm inclined to agree with that. Tea sounds wonderful right now. Alright, you want to sleep tonight or you want to wake the fuck up? Sleep, please. Mm. Oh, right. No, no, it's been a long night. Okay. I'll go make some nice relaxing tea. Use uh you sit still for a moment. He walks out Thank of a back room. You hear him heading up some stairs and scuffling around above you. Did any of that mean anything? Mm. I was a bit taken aback by that. Thought it was just, you know, trick of the mind, but I think I it's think a scam. Yours had your faces on, right? Mm -hmm. Which made it especially odd. How people can do, do that? that. There are people that can do that, make money. You know, you do it in the street and take your money. Hmm. These are the kind of people Arias was talking with. If it wasn't for Merlin having visions, I would have written him off as a madman. Why did Fair. it have to be the sun card? At least you didn't get the hermit. At least you didn't get your fingers sliced open. I would have rather. Hmm. I mean, I am kind of a hermit, but... Beside the point. But Merlin is the scales. Which doesn't at all make sense to me, but... That makes sense to me. You're my balance. Merlin kind of blushes a little and just uh, distracts himself by browsing the uh, the wares. Yeah, I'll kind of have a look around the room as well a little bit, see if I see anything interesting. Um, There's a bunch of weird stuff in here. Most of it just looks like oddities, trinkets. There's... A few things that look like they might be worth money, rings, um, and uh, you see a couple of swords, and uh, there's some training equipment, um, weights and things like that. Um, it really does seem kind of like a an oddities shop. Things hanging, there's an empty cage in one side of the room. It's some bobs, really. Can I detect magic in case any of these items are magical? You may. Me and Arcana check as well. A 19. A 19. You, um... Begin to cast this spell, and there is an anti-magic field being cast by one of the items in this room. 
Your detect magic spell works, but all it does is tell you that there is an anti-magic spell. Reducing your ability to read everything correctly. It's almost like a jamming to your spell. Curious. Yeah, he, uh, he takes note of that. Hmm. You hear the whistle of uh, a kettle upstairs. I think he has drugs. I hope he has drugs. Okay, I just didn't want any of you to be not understanding that you were taking drugs. Hmm. Boot steps on the um, stairs and then the uh, man appears once again, moving towards you in one hand, uh, an iron-looking kettle in the other. He's got a bunch of cups held awkwardly on each finger, and he sits down, puts mugs down on the table, all different sizes, a couple of them wooden, a couple of them metal, and one of them looks like it's made entirely of glass, and he pushes them forward and says, All right, I don't usually have this much company, so here we go. Who wants to pull that out? I shouldn't do it. Why? Bumsy. All thumbs. Oh, I thought it I'll was reach like out a and magic or war glasses. Hey, that's a uh, chamimalol. Yeah. Oh, it's a herb to calm you down. Not too much. You're mm -hmm. not gonna fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Nothing extra inside there. So it's not. It's it's not drugs. No. Well, no, and no. I'll just lean over to fix and go, it's chamomile. Chamomile. Just, you can't say it. It's a chamomile? Chamomile. Hey, take a sip. Alright, let me go somewhere around here. I found it. What's that? What's that there? Then somewhere. He starts moving around the room. Um, as you guys are sitting around sipping at this tea, he's opening chests and pulling drawers open, throwing things over his shoulder. He. Um, eventually comes to a drawer on the countertop up at the end of the um, room and starts putting all of these odd items on a table. There's like a wine cork, a metal rod, some strange gems that scatter across the thing. Then he pulls out a huge iron block and puts it down. And eventually he pulls out a very small wooden box, only a few inches long, an inch across, and moves back over to the table and puts it in the center. With one finger, he slides the top of the box and uh, the wood um, revealing uh, an, in an inside with four rings, uh, plain looking rings, but one is golden, one is silver, one is jade, and one is wooden. He says, hey, choose one, place it on your finger, and... Uh, as long as, uh, as long as you're wearing it, it will, uh, attune to you. And, uh, you'll know what it does once you're wearing it. And you'll understand how it works, but it works in mysterious ways. Oh, and if you remove it, it'll lose all its magical ability. And it'll just be a plain ring 
Then you can sell it if you like. Can there you tell it. us uh, what they're made out of? That one's made of gold. That one's made of silver. That's jade. And that one's some plain wood. Okay. Mm, uh, these were. I uh, take it they're not all the same in their function? They're designed to understand you. Like the cards, but different. Yeah. Some people uh, doesn't do much. Some people it's life changing. These are uh, the last four given to me by an old friend, so. I take the wooden one. Just kind of like hold it up. I'll take the silver one. Doesn't matter which finger. No. Doesn't matter which hand. No. I take off my right hand glove and kind of slide it onto my finger. Romy AD 1000. <laughs> oh boy. Yay. Oh god. <laughs> 620. 620. Let's see. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> um. uh. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Who else takes a ring? I took the silver one. I'm looking at Will to see which one he takes because Merlin's not going to first. Will's looking back at Merlin. God damn it. And kind of like like it's the last slice of pizza. Reference, Merlin? Any, I'm, I'm not too picky. I'll take the gold one. Okay. And he then reaches out for the jade. You put them on? Mm-hmm. I think Merlin takes a little look at it first, he inspects it, then he puts it on. Uh, so fire, roll me a d1000. Four, three, seven. And you say you took the silver one? Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, Merlin, next. 761. 761. Oh, wow. Stop! <laughs> Stop <laughs> saying Stop. that, Brad. <laughs> You're making me nervous. <laughs> uh... And then, Will, do you put your ring on? Uh, yes. Although there's... There's probably a moment's hesitation, because when... When I take the... Basically the chainmail glove off my left hand, uh, everyone in the room would see that Will's wearing a, a wedding ring already, and he kind of hesitates before he puts the second ring on. Mm. And he'll put it on the next finger over, like over his middle finger. Okay. Yeah, roll me a D one thousand. 
977. Alright. Wow. Wow. Also, wow. The, the two rings are both gold, too, so it almost looks like a matching set. Okay. Um. Oh, no. <laughs> Brad, if you don't shut uh, your mouth. Wait, no, 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 hold on. Hold it. I With the others, he said, no, no, we he just got, wow. oh, wow. No, yeah. he said, oh, wow, oh, wow, oh, wow. When he got to mine, he said, oh, no. That's uh, yeah. <laughs> Brad, I hate you so much. <laughs> okay. As you put each of these rings on, you immediately understand what it can do for you while wearing it. Um, you understand what it does. Uh, mechanically, it's up to you how you interpret how you uh, how you realize um, realize that as your characters. So, fix when you put this ring on. It allows you to use an action to amplify your voice so that it clearly carries for up to 300 feet. So you can use it however you wish to do that. Fire, the silver ring, you get a plus one bonus to medicine checks whenever you make them. Oh wait, no, a plus two bonus to medicine Ooh. checks. I was reading... Someone else's. I become uh, a nurse. Yes. Um, Merlin, the Jade Ring. You have a plus two bonus to strength saving throws. <laughs> Holy. <laughs> <laughs> Which is really useful for you, I think, as a wizard. Wow, yeah. Um, We're three for three <laughs> so far. <laughs> yeah. And Will's is really weird. You have a... Uh, the gold ring. It gives you a plus one bonus to intimidation checks if the target can see the item, or a plus one bonus to persuasion checks if the target cannot see the item. So... Well, that's actually really nice for me. <laughs> I know. That's why I was like, oh no, really he's good. just gonna persuasion, intimidate, not pers intimidate, persuade everyone everything. From now on. So, um, I will write it down for you and put it in the Discord in a second. But as you put the rings on, you can sense that, um, that ability, um, that change in yourself or whatever this ring is amplifying for you to allow you to do. You're just innately aware of it, um, of what it can do, almost as if you have a memory of using it before or something like that. Um, you just know what it can do. The, uh, Ombol says, Hey! I'm getting tired. You should drink up. And uh, if you ever need anything, uh, I don't know, like uh, a fork, you can pop by. Yeah, but I don't have much that I think could be too much use to use anymore. Did Merlin mention the magic thing to any of us? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think he would mention it in front of, um, yeah. Go. Thank you for your hospitality. You're quite welcome. You saved my life. I wish there was more I could do for you, but 
Frankly, I think you're on your own journey. And, uh... I don't think I'm gonna be much but a blip on the way. I'm sorry that we saved you in a kind of aggressive and maybe over-the-top way. Hey, anybody that fires everything they got at somebody that's trying to kill me. Friend of mine, I'd rather be alive. And so we get like a lifetime discount then. That's so neat. That's right. uh, See that wicker basket? Mm -hmm. That's usually three copper. I got it to you for one. Wow. Yeah, aye. Quite the discount. Right. Mm. You see that gem? That's worth mm-hmm. 3,000 gold pieces. I got it to you mm. for 2,999 gold pieces. Ooh, I can only do 2,998. Ah. Uh. Mm. No. Maybe next time. Don't mind. Okay. If the two of you have any spells that require some sort of a rare component to them, this might be the best guy we're going to be able to ask for a long time. I take advantage of that while we're here. Hey, spellcasters, is it? What do you need? Herbs. Rats tails. Paper dipped in the blood of a vampire. Okay, uh, I don't got any need for, for those things, yeah, but... I don't uh, got them. It, it, mm-hmm. Oh. What of right. Lester Yves' potion, Marmon? Ingredients for Lester Yves' potion? Do you remember what it was? Yeti blood? So, so Yeti blood? Like that. What do you think I'm running here? Yeti blood. Oh, wait, I might have some Yeti blood. I, I, I actually have the list of how to... Uh, he just, without saying another word, hands over the, the list of ingredients over to, to him. He's trying to make a thief's potion. I, I've got no idea what that is, and I don't know where... What's that one say there? Alright. Conkers. Does that say conkers? Right, well, I know. Should... I don't think I got any of that. What's that one there? Glue. Okay, okay. I, I figured Read it out much. loud to him, maybe. It's just because the, the language is uh, only Merlin. I said glue. Because I got I, glue, I think, in one of these here drawers. You make it out of sap from a tree. How about, d- d- how about ogre's oil? Ogre's oil. Mm. Why do you think I got some ogre's oil? What do you think? Mm, I look like a tied out. Yeah, right, actually. I might have some. Might be in that draw. He goes and heads over to a draw. Roll me a d20. <laughs> Loud. 20. Oh. <laughs> I knew it! Always got some ogre's oil in the back of this here draw, because uh, never know when you're going to need it. What do you need it for? That's That stinks here. How'd you get it? I don't know. Mm. I must have bought it off of man selling ogre's oil. I just wondered where it was sourced. I would presume the armpits of an ogre. Okay. okay. It smells like it. Job. Oh, it's disgusting mm. now. Oh, yeah, let's let's not open it up. 
You can have that for free. Get it out. I take it. Put it away. And you definitely don't have any of that Yeti's blood then. Yeti's blood? Oh, hey, let me see what I got. Yeti's blood. I got that blood. Don't know what that is there. Um, roll me a d20. Mm, I got this unlabeled blood. Could be anything. But it's blood. Uh, is that just Will's blood from when he... No. Okay. I wouldn't have bottled that and sell it. You could. I would. I would. I could sell anything. Yeah. I sell... Alright, here you go. Contentively take this vial of unknown blood. Hey, you be careful with that. Yeah. I will. You, you definitely don't know where this came from? Does no. it just look like normal blood? It just looks like normal blood. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that could be anything, that. You be careful. Mm. Well, I, I mean, I guess that, uh, that settles that then. Thank you for your, your kindness and your hospitality. Yeah, you're welcome. You saved my life. I'll give you a cup of tea and a bottle of blood. Yeah. That's yeah. a fair deal. Well, we should probably be... Hey, that's what I was thinking. Going. You should probably be off. You should probably yeah. be off. It's getting late. I've got to get my beauty sleep. And he's got to get his beauty sleep more than I've got to get my beauty sleep. Points at you, Marlin. I'll make sure he does. I just drain the rest of my tea and uh, head towards the door. Alright. Goodbye. Thank you for saving my life, by the way. Mm-hmm. Alright, remember what I said, okay? Which part? Because there's a door. There is a ding-ding of the, uh, the bell. Yeah, I don't think he can read. I really don't think he can read. No, I don't think so either. Okay. Doesn't seem to be holding him back much, though. Yeah, no, but I just didn't want, you know. You were like, here's a list, and I was like, oh, that's. Yeah. Well, we got ogres, well, so that's nice. It's that's something. Mm hmm. Wasn't looking forward to hunting that down. Yeah. And we got these rings? Yeah. Interesting. Kind of pointedly just not paying attention to Will. Yeah, I don't notice what she is or isn't paying attention to. I'm preoccupied looking at my hand with the ring on it now. Well, speaking of rest, we we all need it. We could all use it. It's mm -hmm. been a long, rough day. Too soon for that. I still have things to do. Well, as much as I I respect that you are eager to do this, I want to get things done too, but I cannot stress the importance of getting that rest. I agree. You should go get some rest. I have to run some errands. Mm. You'll feel much better doing them with with some good rest. Well, 
I have an appointed time and place to be shortly, so I can't go rest. Do you need, uh, need me to come with you? Do you like? I don't want to invite myself, but if you need... Oh, you're welcome to tag along. Okay. I mean, I'm a bit curious myself to see what uh, what Will has gotten up to in his uh, spare time. Oh, so we're all, are we all going? We could just yeah. all go. Let's okay, just all yeah. go. Yeah. 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 So I'm going to go back to the tower where we fought Massimo, or at least attempt to one more time. Yeah. You head over towards where the tower is. It's a, just a short um, walk. Once you get there, you can see that the repairs have begun to some of the houses nearby. More of the people that were around are there. There is another pile of bodies. Um, a few of them, bodies that you um, left behind yourselves. And uh, a couple of guards moving people around. A couple of um, villagers helping to move some of the wreckage and... Um, for the most part, the fires here have been put out. The tower itself, um, there isn't anybody on it or anyone I think that you immediately recognize here. Is Massimo's body still on the ground or has it been moved? It's been moved from where it was. Is there a pile of bodies nearby? Yep. I'm gonna go look for him. Just gonna go rummaging for a big pile of bodies? Yes. The, um, one of the villagers as you walk past says, Oi, what are you doing? He's looking for someone, clearly. Oh, right, well, yeah, but that's the bandits. Like, all the people, like, if you're looking for someone you know, they'll be in that pile there. One of these bandits was their leader, and he might have had orders on him in his pockets. Is there a body here that's... ...particularly messed up? Well, it was one what was in half, basically. That one. Oh, right, yeah. Uh... Well, I think one half of him was under there, and the other half of him, I don't know. Oh, maybe the dogs got it. What one did the dogs get, Bill? I don't know, it was, I think it was the one what was an half. Oh, it was the one what was an half, was it? Yeah, I think the dog's got an half of it, dragged it off into an alleyway. Which half do you need, Will? No judgment. I don't need either at this point. Sounds okay. like the dogs have done my job for me. He was an oathbreaker. Has to be buried with no last rites, no name on the tombstone. Memory erased. Mm. We were just going to burn like, it outside of town. That seems sounds like better. Sounds like the dogs beat me to it. You okay? No. Is a hug weird? I don't know what you're... You know. 
thinking how easily that could have been me. Could have been anyone. You did well. It's quite the jump up there. Thank you. I didn't want to say anything, but I, I really was like... I felt pretty... cool after I did it, but... Not even the jump. I'm just impressed you went up there without backup. Uh, you know, I've never oh. been one to make uh, well thought out and rational decisions. Have you ever heard of Sorrow Creek? Mm. Have I, Brad? Um, give me a, um, I guess a history check. Somehow no. Like, Is this like the one that can, I would I feel know? like you would know about it. You just probably wouldn't have all the details if you rolled low, but there's no way you wouldn't it, know about it. It's also possible you know it under a different name. Ah. Uh, um, but if he explained it, I would probably eventually be like, oh. Yeah, I would imagine you of everyone here would have maybe heard of it. I want to say it sounds familiar. The end of the fighting against the Red Tooths. Humans versus orcs. Mm. I was there. I was one of the very, very few who walked away. Survivor's I still remember. Guilt? Hmm? Survivor's guilt? No. Hmm. No, I did what I had to do. I remember looking across the river, seeing your kin lined up in your neat little rows with your bows and arrows. One of your lot gave me this, not an orc. Hmm. Pretty much the only interaction I ever had with you. Yeah, I, I think uh, that's probably the story most have of their interactions with my kind. Watching us all die. Hmm. They're not exactly keepers of the world types. They're hermits, I guess you could say. Yeah. Funny enough. Well, none of them would have jumped up there and risked their neck to help me out. Well, none of them leave. Thanks. Hmm. Maybe it's the hair, after all. Maybe it is. I think, uh... Next time you walk away, I don't think I'm going to chase you. You didn't have to chase me this time. 
Yeah, well. I did it for Merlin. I think in that time that Will and Fire are talking, Merlin is standing very closely to Fix, giving her comfort, seeing as a, you know, that there's a, some tension going on between Will and Fix. Just kind of looks up to her and, and smiles. I kind of put my arm on, like, Merlin's back, just holding him next to me. Which is kind of unusual, because usually I'm, like, trying to push you away. <laughs> It'll be okay. Just hope he sees the bigger picture. He will eventually. Might take him time. Just kind of pat you once. He almost gives off a purr. <laughs> I think Merlin then uh, looks to Will and Fire. So, uh, <clears throat> how's how's everything looking? Will we has just been choices. ranting about I was gonna say something really I was gonna tell Merlin what we were talking about by all means self go ahead Will was just telling me how jealous he is of how cool remember when I did the cool jump up the wall oh, yeah it was amazing I yeah, oh he days. was just like, oh, could you please teach me? You know, I, we never learned that where I was mm. trained. And that does I sound might. like Will. Mm -hmm. You know, for the record, I, I was around the corner. I, I missed it, honestly, but it sounds very cool. It was very cool. You yeah, see the, see the ladder the there? I was, amazing. I was around the corner at the base of the ladder, remember? It was really, it was really cool. I imagine. It it was. I did. You like, see when I, I split did... the guy in half, though? That was pretty cool. So. Uh, I must have been looking the other way. Yeah, yeah I'm sure you took your eyes off way, the guy yeah. that you just pushed off the tower. Yeah. Probably, you know. I, I'm in not... fact, I, I do recall hearing a <gasps> when it happened coming from, you know, right where mm. you were standing. So. Yeah, I um, think that I was might the be allergic to something. I don't. Mm. I got like a, you know, my throat felt a little swollen. Pollen, mm -hmm. the pollen levels. This is how we talked after the massacre. You just kind of hide the pain of death behind a thin layer of humor. Mm -hmm. That's why I said you'd have made a good soldier. I tried. I'm going to walk to the building where Massimo's weapon dropped. I remember, Brad, you mentioned that it flew out and we could see it clatter into the burning building across the street. Mm -hmm. And I figure any self-respecting bandit leader has probably taken all the best goodies for himself. So I'm going to go look and see if I can find the thing he dropped. Roll me a d20. If you roll a 20, you can find it. I think it hasn't already been taken. 
Well, I don't know. It was inside a collapsed building, so I wasn't sure if people had, in the past few hours, already, like, picked up all the rubble. Yeah. Poor people immediately don't think of looting first. Um, <laughs> as someone who was brought up very poor, I can tell you now that that sword is very gone. <laughs> it's in Brad's house. <laughs> <laughs> On a floor, a small figure that looked surprisingly like me, about nine years old, ran in and took it, like... Three <laughs> seconds after you guys left earlier on <laughs> in the evening. He wasn't even all the way dead yet. He was still struggling. <laughs> it was like as it hit the ground. And we, yeah. the, our it camera was... panned away. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Worth it's not there anymore. My business is concluded here. The dogs have done my work for me. Hmm. So what next? Sleep? Yeah, I definitely think if uh, Will has concluded that's... his business here. Yeah, right, but that's a given. But what's next? Mm. Oh. I just looked to Merlin. We have to get to that tower. I'm with hey. Merlin. I don't know if this has anything to do with my connection with Orias, but I'm going to assume it does. Will, you were in that vision too. And it felt as if there were two paths. I don't know if it meant for you I, I'll, I'll further look into it, but I think, I think right now I need to sleep on it. I promise you will, I, I will, I will tell you more. You cannot stray again though, Will. This, this is far more than getting vengeance now. This. I don't know if you believe in destiny. I do. It's part of the reason I can't just let these guys go. It's the only reason I'm still alive. If you can call it that. I believe you can. We're in this together. I'm gonna... No. I'm gonna start a somewhat lengthy process of removing the chainmail that I'm wearing. And start taking the armor off. Which will take a minute or two because there's like a dozen buckles and straps to remove. I think it's several minutes long process does he know we're in public I I, I think he's aware of, but I am a bit uh, taken aback why he's just suddenly stripping okay don't just don't ask questions I'm just gonna watch mm-hmm you know what you're right that can wait for another day and I'll actually 
stop and put it back on. Never mind. If you feel like you want to do it, we were just kidding. It's not important. It is if you if you thought it was. Let's go get some sleep, yeah? Okay. Sounds good to me. Whew. Where are you going to get some sleep at? That is a good question. <laughs> I will head back to talk to the armored halfling fellow by the docks that offered us, or offered me shelter earlier and ask if he has room for four. Okay. Probably a good place to end the session then. And you guys start moving through the town back towards the docks area. Um... And that brings us to a close for this episode. Thank you so much for watching, everybody. And thank you so much for playing players. Um, we shall see what you end up doing next week. Are you okay there? Are you freaking out? What's up? Just we just never want. We just never want the episodes to end. Is seven, all. seven-hour <laughs> yeah. episodes. Yeah, we just want to play for like 10 more hours. It's no big deal. Man. Um, well, I am restricted by some small measure of time, mm -hmm. unfortunately. <laughs> and uh, Brad, there is fate, okay? Fate and stuff. We can't just... Time doesn't matter. The, the, the Orias is... That's <laughs> <laughs> true. That's true. Imagine Orias is progressing while we're not playing... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Uh, He's working the things on real are stirring time. in the mists and they're just vibing out there. We're just, <laughs> 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 just um, like waiting. <laughs> I guess we'll find out next week as you come back to one week later. Um but you guys have taken one step because that's how time works in your heads. Um but it's not the case. No, we shall continue from where we picked uh from where we left off next time. <laughs> But, um, yeah, that's it for today. We're going to do a quick round of shout-outs, ladies and gentlemen. See where you can find these wonderful creators and what they do during the week and where and when and what and maybe who. Why? Oh, but why? Most importantly, <laughs> oh most God, importantly <laughs> why? Um, it's mental illness, innit? It's mental illness, innit? Speaking of mental illness, Speaking let's of see. mental illness. To you first, young Brian. Hi, I'm Brutal Bree, and you can find me at Brutal Bree everywhere. I'm here on Thursdays because I'm taking a mental illness break <laughs> from streaming right now. So it's mental illness in it. Yes, it is. That's it. That's all you got going on. Of That's course. it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, what about you, Disby? <laughs> I'm Disby. I played Merlin for you today. Uh, oh my god, today was phenomenal. Thank you everybody for the amazing RP. Brad, as always, thank you for, for DMing this amazing campaign. Oh my god. Um, yeah, you can find me here at Twitch and Twitter at DisbyRx. I've been doing some more roleplay too on the side over on uh, GTA. Yeah. Well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Appreciate you. Thanks, Disby. What about you, Fairlight? 
Hi, I am Fairlight underscore Excalibur on Twitch. I'm playing Will for you today. And you can normally find me streaming in the US evening times. Uh, about to start up Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm, I'm on a... Uh, I'm on a quest to go back and play all the goodies that I missed, so that's next up on the list. Nice. Um, and then last... Leah. Just last. <laughs> Nothing else. We don't want to hear what you're doing. <laughs> you're just last. Um, hi. Last. Me. Just like when I was picked for sports at school. Um, I am over at twitch.tv forward slash Leah. I played Fix for you today. Sorry I spent most of the the time sulking because <laughs> Will was really mean. Um, yeah, what the yeah. heck? <laughs> what a big um, Yeah, wow. Can you believe it? He could have been meaner as well. I could see it in his he eyes. Wanted he be, wanted yeah. to say more. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I, he was like, I tongue. was being nice, God damn yeah. it. <laughs> that, that was that was Will toned down so far from where I initially planned it. <laughs> you should have done more. Made me cry. Um, the thing is, something. if I do that. The Twitch chat will hate me. <laughs> ah. I can't do it. You can, trust me. That's true. I, I believe like in Brad. you. I could just be like Brad. <laughs> Sorry, Leah, go ahead. We're talking all over your thing. That's all right. It was my fault. Um, I'm playing Hades and a bit of Tarkov at the moment on stream and just kind of everything. That's it. The end. All right. And that is the end of the uh, episode. So... Since um, young Brian is taking a small hiatus from streaming, we're going to do Mistlight After Dusk on Leah's channel as of tomorrow. We've definitely over-prepared it. It's extremely well-prepared and we'll... Yeah. And we'll... <laughs> yeah, we, we, we definitely didn't forget about it until five minutes before we started doing this tonight. <laughs> and um, for uh, the first one on Leah's channel, I'm guesting on it so you can mine me for information. Um, please bring all your questions so that because then I will have nothing prepared. So please just come and ask Brad lots of questions so yes. I can sit there and go. Hmm. Come, I won't answer any of them, but you oh. feel free to, <laughs> well, we can to question me or question Leah about anything about today's episode or things, um, theory crafting, um, just chatting uh D, D stuff it's um planned for about an hour before it would normally be on which is i think the plan right 10 p.m yeah UK 10 time which is british time five eastern uh and that's tomorrow friday if you want to see that and it's going to be the temporary home while brian sails off onto the the waves of peace calm and serenity <laughs> um yes and don't forget uh, to check out bread Brad yes, Waldo everybody go well, check guys. out Brad Waldo. I'm not streaming tomorrow. Go I'm going to get my Brad first Waldo. COVID jab, actually, <gasps> tomorrow. Which, yeah, which one are you getting? I have no idea. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you don't sick. know if you get that. No oh, idea. Like today's jab is. Yeah. Like I forget sometimes special. that I live in day, yeah. Florida, <laughs> where they're like, we have so many. Just mm -hmm. anyone can have them. You can take your pick, so. Yeah, mine was, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to get it tomorrow, so I'm not streaming tomorrow, but I am starting XCOM 2 on saturday which nice. is the first time i played that although like 10 years ago i did enemy unknown and don't remember much but plan is to do xcom 2 on saturday so yes if you like That'll that i'll see you then um otherwise we'll see you next week so the last thing with the giveaway there was a bit of a kerfuffle um you can potentially if you're very lucky win a copy of uh van richten's guide to ravenloft 
Um, what you'll have to do, those of you uh, tonight who are sitting there patiently waiting to go, um, head on over to our Discord channel, uh, the Mistlight Discord channel on Table Story, which if you're an audio listener, you can find at tablestory.tv forward slash Discord. Um, Pugio in the channel there, he's our bot maker, says give me 15 minutes after the show is over and uh, wait for the announcement in the Discord from one of the mods and then go crazy and start typing exclamation point enter um, and we will see you next week and I will announce the winner or maybe it will end up being announced somewhere else. I definitely planned and prepared for this correctly and didn't completely mess it up. So um, (laughs) it's because I'm here like, right, is the story set? Great. And then I click start stream and I'm like, what about all the other things? Yeah, there's that IRL thing that I forgot about. There's all the the little bits and pieces. Because, yeah, spinning plates and all that. So thank you, Kujio, for setting that up. The mods, wonderful mods here. Also, PB helping me out every week, the record. um, Because without all of the people that help me do things, I would honestly be probably in jail or something. So (laughs) thanks so much for watching, everybody. We'll see you next week through another episode. Remember Leah's channel tomorrow evening um, and go and just hang out with Leah and just keep asking her when Miss Light After Dusk is and her channel are going to be like, what is that? We have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) No, because uh, they all watch it, don't they? Yes, yes, they do. They all do. uh, We will see you next week. Thanks so much for watching. Peace. (laughs) 